Do you want to do more to make impact? How we serve others and our world is how we pay rent for being here. So get ready to learn how you can make a difference by simply choosing to live and lead with a socially conscious mindset. Question, do you have a mobile phone? Do you protect it with a phone case? Is it compostable? My guest today is Jeremy Lang from Peel Up. His story of wanting to create change and then developing product and a platform to do just that is both inspirational and prescriptive. I'm a fan of the Pila phone case, but there is so much more to Jeremy and this highly impactful and innovative company. Let's get to it. This is the Passion for Impact podcast with speaker, trainer, and socially conscious advocate, Tricia Miltimore. Thank you for joining in on the Passion for Impact podcast, where we have one clear goal to educate, empower, and elevate social consciousness in people and business. Now, if you're new, let me share that we create a fresh episode every month featuring businesses and people who are creating real impact using their talents, their skills, and passion in business and life. I often feature companies that make or support people who make amazing products like today, while creating positive social impact. So be sure to subscribe to receive links to their websites, plus any special offers they might have available to you. To subscribe, visit passionigniter.ca forward slash podcast. Jeremy, I am honored to have you on as a guest today. I am an innovation junkie. Uh, We live and breathe innovation in our guitar manufacturing company. So I know firsthand the excitement and enormous energy it takes to bring to consumers an alternative to the norm. So thank you for being here to share your story and the Pila story. Thanks, Tricia. Nice to be here. Thank you. Now, just to give everyone a sense of what Pila is all about, please share how it came to be and also how growing up in rural Saskatchewan, I can't even say it, rural Saskatchewan, (laughs) Canada, contributed to all of this because it's a great story. Okay, thanks. Yeah, so it all actually started uh, when I was about 10 years old. And, you know, as a boy, I remember driving through the prairies here at harvest time and came over a hill and uh, saw this big, these big balls of fire in the field at nighttime. And the reason I remember it is because it was, I was scared. It was like an eerie feeling. So I asked my dad, what's going on? And he said, well, the farmers, they're burning their flax straw. He said, they, you know, they grow it for the oil seed, but the fiber in the straw is so strong that it gets caught up in the equipment. So they burn it. And I said, well, if it's that strong, it must be good for something. And he said, well, maybe when you get older, you can think of something. So that was kind of always in the back of my head. How can we use this waste material and, uh, you know, make a second use for it? And um, that kind of rolled into waste as a general theme for, for Pila and the overall business. But um, yeah, fast forward, I worked as an environmental consultant in Western Canada and uh, cleaned up oil and gas sites, contaminated sites for the last 17 years, but always wanted to start my own business and had that burning flax in the back of my mind. And then um, we were on vacation in Kauai in 2008. It was Christmas of 2008 and we were digging in the sand in this beautiful secluded beach. And uh, there were little pieces of plastic everywhere in the beach. And that really bothered me because I wondered who would litter on such a beautiful beach. And uh, I'd never seen that before in Saskatchewan. And so, yeah, I, I looked into it and we got back and just learned about the Pacific gyre and plastics in the ocean and, you know, how it collects in, you know, north of Hawaii there and washes up on the beaches and then just learn more about plastic in general, how, you know, every piece of plastic that's ever been made still exists today and less than 5% actually gets recycled. And, you know, it's an amazing material, but it doesn't have a very good end of life or it's not managed properly and it just keeps building up and building up. And, you know, it's a, it's a linear progression, whereas everything natural goes in cycles. So, 
yeah, so tried to find a solution for that and, and found out about biopolymers. And at the time, they were very brittle and made for single-use items, so limited applications. So the idea was to combine, combine the flax straw uh, with the uh, biopolymers to make more products. And that's kind of where Pila was born and the idea to start with a phone case because the average person keeps their case for, oh, two years or keeps their phone for two years. Yet the case that, you know, conventional plastic case will last for hundreds or thousands of years. It just seemed a little ridiculous and over-engineered. And yeah, that was how we tried to, you know, make a compostable biodegradable case. So it has a graceful end of life. So let, you know, try and use waste, waste at the beginning of life and less waste at the end of life. Wow, that's so amazing. So from a childhood memory, mm-hmm. you basically became all scientifically amazing and created something new. Like I, I'm just innovation so fascinates me because you create something where there was nothing before. I, I remember when I got my case, which was before I even came up with this podcast. So I've been a fan for a long time. And when you when I opened it, I could actually smell like it, it didn't smell like plastic. It smelled like almost organic and I don't even know how to describe it, but you can see the little pieces of flax in the case. So it's a great conversation starter. So I'm really curious, though, you, you came up with an idea to help create change. What was that process like for you? Like for a lot of people listening, they want to make an impact. They have passion, but to connect it to actually doing something about it can be tough because it can feel overwhelming. So if you don't mind just kind of sharing a little bit about the journey of having the idea and making it happen. Yeah. Well, it took a long time. It was always in the back of my head and I always wanted to start a company. And before I had the, before we went to the beach, I, uh, I just started a company and the parent company of Pila is called Open Mind Developments. And I just on my own, you know, went and started it online because I just got sick of, you know, not starting a company. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I just started it and I didn't, I didn't talk to my lawyer friends or anything because I knew they would talk me out of it. And uh, anyway, the idea was Open Mind Development. It's actually from a, a Metallica song. So Open Mind for a Different View. Um, that was kind of how I wanted to look at things and, and look at things yeah, with an open mind and how can we make things better and, um, yeah, and more sustainable. And that's so when my eyes were open to it, that's kind of when I saw the plastic on the beach and then put two and two together. Um, but, you know, and then so the, the first thing is just to... The, just to start. But like I said, it was hard to do. But once you start, it's just taking that next step. And I think of the, you know, the saying to get to the top of the stairs, you don't need to see every stair, you just need to see the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one. So just, you know, um, you know, just finding the right people asking the right questions, exploring, and then uh, finally, you know, coming up with a product and, and then, uh, yeah, just picking away at it. I love that. Yeah, you can't see the whole staircase at once. And it certainly, I would imagine, evolved tremendously from your first mm-hmm. vision to what it is today. Yeah, for sure. The very first uh, Pila case we launched in, it was July of 2011. So, and it wasn't a very great case, but we got it out there and got lots of feedback and then just kept improving and improving every, every generation. I think we're probably on the fifth or sixth uh, version now of the formula, but yeah, learning along the way, getting customer feedback, trying different things, improving and improving. That's, that's uh, how we, how we went about it. And I love the name. Tell me a little bit about the story behind the name. Cause it's, it's a cool one. Yeah. Thanks. So my wife and I came up with the name. We were traveling in Northern Saskatchewan. We were on a trip and just trying to think of what can we call this phone case and this company. And, you know, more than think, keeping in mind that it will be more than a phone case one day. And, you know, tried to find other eco names or bio names, but they just didn't really take. And then came up with the name Pila and Pila 
loosely translates into peel in Spanish. So the idea was like an apple peel protects uh, like an apple fruit and it's biodegradable and compostable when you're done with it. So that's the Pila case uh, protects the Apple phone and biodegradable compostable. That's how we came up with Pila. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's so perfect. <laughs> it's it's so perfect. <laughs> it's, all, it's like it was meant to be. It was so destiny. You have said that business as a force for good gives you hope. What kind of hope are you referring to? The hope to just make make things more sustainable, environmentally and socially sustainable. And I think businesses. You know, we don't necessarily have to wait for governments or big corporations to do that. You know, we can, the tools we have at hand now with, you know, the e-commerce and marketing and and um, we can really find our audience and we can find like-minded people who have similar goals and similar values and um, they can support us and, and um, you know, we can grow together. So I think business can really make a change in, in that, um, you know, the individual customers by making choices that they want to see it actually really does you know make a difference and it makes uh business either adjust to those changes that they want or you know it helps businesses that that they believe in it helps support them and helps them grow and to make change for the better it is so true isn't it like one little choice at a time can make such a big impact and i think a lot of times as consumers we feel so overwhelmed with the issues of the world and particularly well so many different categories but the environment a big one uh, i know when i got my case i was like okay i did one thing i did one thing today and it looks fantastic <laughs> that makes a positive difference so growing a business that has passion has purpose innovation and does make impact is challenging well growing any business is challenging and really, an organization makes true sustainable impact when the culture of the company is alive and growing the values and the goals. I'm curious for all of those out there who have a business or are trying to do this and are growing, how do you maintain a sense of passion, purpose, and innovation from the inside out? Well, it's it's front and center. It's the most important thing we do. So, you know, having that mission, it helps us attract staff and teammates who have that similar mission and also you know with our partners working with like-minded partners and and business partners and retailers so i think it's you know it's a matter of starting with the mission first and then building around that so uh we're on a, not a company with a mission we're a mission with a company built around it that's kind of how we look at things and um it kind of reminds me of a camera who it was but talking about or how do you get all your employees to be happy all the time well you start by hiring people who are happy to begin with. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we, you know, we focus on our, our values and hiring people who have similar values. And then it just grows from there. It just gets better. You know, as you have teammates who believe in what you're doing or believe in the mission, um, you know, together, it's better together and helps people, helps us see farther down the road. And it just keeps building and building. I love that mission with a company. That's pretty cool. Rather than a company with a mission. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh, I like that one. It sounds like a meme to me. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're speaking of your values. So the the values of your company that you've built on is community, creativity, consciousness, and courage. Consciousness is obviously a big topic of this podcast to live with awareness and consciousness of the impact of our choices. You mentioned on your website that you're mindful of the impact of even the smallest decisions. And so what would you say, you know, everyday living for you? I mean, I know you, you're part of this big company that has, is doing this impact work, but what are some small decisions you make on it every day that you think make an impact, whether it's in the environment or socially conscious wise? 
I'm just kind of curious how it works for Jeremy. Yeah, great question. So, you know, I think, um, well, anything really, and I'm not perfect, but I mean, the clothing that I buy, is it, you know, environmentally and socially sustainable or, um, you know, cutting back on straws or not using straws and no single use plastic and, and recycling as much as we can. Um, those would be the the main the main ones that we can work on, the, the easy things we can do. But I think it just comes back to just thinking about our individual choices on on everything that we consume and do we need to consume that much and do we really need to buy that or, or can we reuse something? So so that type of mentality. Right. A mentality you live with every day. And I love the idea that we don't have to be perfect about it mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. It's, exactly. It's not all or nothing, right? We can make That's decisions right. and choices <laughs> and yeah. baby steps. Yes. Uh, another one of your values, the courage part. Uh, I love this. It, you mentioned that you embrace as a company courage by taking action despite un- uncertainty. So whenever it comes to business life, well, in general, we ne- we're never certain. When you first started this company, you know, that feeling of taking a chance, like to walk us through a little bit about that. Cause I just think that's where the real wisdom comes from is that you, you didn't know, right. When you were starting what you would see in the end. So tell us a little bit about that, that experience. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. So yeah, it's just courage to keep going and believing in yourself and believing in the, the company and your goals and your vision for the company, but courage to show people wrong, like people who, you know, maybe didn't, you know, think that it would ever happen, you know, courage to just keep going and keep trying. And I think the, it, I think of courage, it also aligns with persistence as well. And having the courage to get up every day and <laughs> get up early if you have to, or work evenings and, and, uh, you know, sacrifice other things in your life to, to keep, doing something you believe in and then courage to take on, you know, bigger companies and, and, um, bigger corporations. And, you know, I said, believe in what you're doing and courage to, yeah, to put yourself out there and get in the ring. That's the, those would be the, 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 the hardest things, uh, once you get going, but as you move down that path and attract more teammates, um, you just get stronger and, and build that momentum and build that confidence and stronger as a right. team, as a community, which I think is a big part as a community your, your company as well mm-hmm. so where do you get your continued inspiration from nowadays i would say from my kids Aww. and my wife yeah yeah for sure it's um you know we well a couple things well the company itself being environmentally and socially sustainable you know i want to leave the world world better for for future generations starting with my children that's where it all started like my my son had to dig in someone else's plastic litter on the beach. So I never had to do that. So like, why did he have to do that? And, you know, want to hopefully prevent that from helping happening in the future. Um, and then, you know, the other one is just hopefully to show my children that if you have a, a dream and you believe in something, if you, you go after and, and work hard and, uh, you know, you can surround yourself with great people and you can actually make a difference in the world. And a difference you're making, you have a, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Um, to eliminate 1 billion pounds of waste. That's huge. Mm-hmm. So it is. how are you going to accomplish that? That's amazing. Yeah. Well, we are going to accomplish it through, yeah, just through partnerships and team building and just looking at every single thing we do and how can we remove waste. So if, if it's our packaging, if it's our, you know, our products, if it's our shipping methods, um, everything. And, it, you know, even, you know, when you, when you 
think about if you're thinking about building a company, it, it takes a lot of effort to build a company. So if you're going to build it, you may as well, what we believe, build it. Let's build it as great as we can and let's shoot for extraordinary in every aspect of it. Um, not not just the product, but our business practices, how we treat our teammates, how we help them to grow their career. And, and so every single aspect of it, um, look at that. And yeah, so, I, you know, it's it's through partners. And as we go, others, you know, other companies are starting to follow us now, which is great to see. And and uh, yeah, we're just going to keep striving for, <laughs> for our big, hairy, audacious goal. Oh, that's very cool. And I think it's so amazing that you are not only disrupting kind of the industry of plastic and phone cases and everyday use items to be more sustainable, renewable, compostable, uh, but also just how highly impactful company functions as well. Um, so is that a, a lot of talk internally about like how are we going to be mentors for other companies that are wanting to do something similar to us? Yeah, I, I would. Yes. So so lead the way, help mm-hmm. to lead the way, help to partner with like-minded companies. Um, you know, we're better together. We can't do this alone. Just that teamwork of, um, you know, even uh, we just certified as a B Corp. So um, being part of that network and it gets back to like mission and values and we have similar values and just, you know, working with like-minded people to, to achieve our goals. That's, that's, uh, you know, exciting. And it's one of the most rewarding things as well. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know what B Corp is, but for those who don't, cause it's actually really awesome. It's really amazing. Congratulations on that. Yeah, do, thank you. Do we want to share with everyone what B Corp actually means, what it means to be certified. Sure. Yeah. So it's basically saying that, um, you know, people, planet, profits, those are the, those are the the big things to focus on, and it's written right into our shareholder agreements and our corporate documents. So that's we were we're committed to be sustainable as sustainable as we can, and we commit to sustainability goals and and to continually improving it. So the process, you know, that to get through it, you you basically assess your current operations and you're assigned a score, and then from that you can get um it's like a scorecard, and then things that you need to improve on and how you can get better. So it really, it really helps to clarify, you know, where you're at and then also how you can get better. Right. And it's, it's very vetted. So people know, and they can trust in the B Corp that um, when you say you're a part of that organization, it's, it's just like, cool. At least that's how I feel. I always look for that as well. And I think it's a, uh, I know it was probably a lot of work on your end. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, and it's great. The community, uh, you know, people we met so far in the community it's just been great and inspiring so yeah cool stuff yeah okay so let's talk more about the innovation because this is where i get a little bit excited being that innovation geek um you have you have the phone cases that's where you started right and correct me if i'm wrong Mm -hmm. um but you have a multitude now of different kind of cool products including sunglasses which i'm most excited about can't wait to get my hands on some sunglasses but you have other uh products as well Including an AirPod case? Yes. And is that new? Absolutely. <laughs> I think I just saw that on your website it today. It is new. Just launched the AirPod case. Absolutely. Ah. Yeah. I think we launched it on Friday, just a few days ago. So Nice. Very cool. So you got the AirPod cases, sunglasses, phone cases, and a screen protector as well. I didn't know this. One billion screen protectors are bought and thrown away every year. A billion. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, when you think of the numbers, you know, how the, we, t- well, we talk about how the little things add up. It yeah. also, it goes the other way too, right? The little good things and the little bad things. So, um, yeah, so we have, 
Um, we're expanding, you know, our product line into other, um, you know, smartphone accessory type of products and uh, eyewear and, you know, anything that trying to focus on anything that you really only needs to last for maybe one to five years and doesn't need to last for a hundred years at, at this point. And, but the other neat thing, yeah, we're really trying to focus on, um, you know, customer experience as a company as well. So really trying to wow our our customers and our and our fans and uh, putting more resources into that as well. So we're excited about that and the, the team's really excited about that too. Oh, nice. So give me an example of what that would look like, an element of that. So just like out of the ordinary customer service. So like very fast response times, faster than any of our competitors and, and you know, any of the top companies out there, that's who we're measuring ourselves against. And then, you know, it might be something like a follow-up call or a video from a member of our team just to thank them and tell, show them how, you know, we really appreciate their business and support. Very cool. We, yeah. We started actually, you know, in the early days, writing handwriting notes, like handwritten notes. Um, so my wife and I, and <laughs> up till late at night, handwriting notes till their fingers like literally couldn't write anymore. But that was, it sounds cheesy, but it was just, um, you know, a little note to hopefully lighten someone's day and make them feel happy. It, it actually was one of the most, um, Re- rewarding parts of that just you know that human to human connection mm. um you know it's the little things that are the big things and and um that's why we're excited about that just um we can help to to make someone's day a little brighter um yeah that's that's one of the most re- rewarding things we can do so looking forward to doing more of that nice i hope your hands feel better soon yeah they do <laughs> for sure yeah we've got lots of help with that <laughs> nice so if you could go back i don't know let's say five years and give yourself some advice, because I'm sure if you even five years ago, mm-hmm. so much growth, so much development, what advice would you give yourself to yourself five years ago? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, the, I think the, when you're in starting any business, the, the very first team, even if you don't have any team members, the, the, your real team members are your family. So your wife or your partner, or your kids and people who are there. So I think being aware of that and, you know, how much they sacrifice their times and their lives for you to put uh, your energy into, into your dream and, and um, how much they help and support that. So that, that would be something that, um, you know, I would be a little bit more aware of and, re- and remember that and not get caught up in just being so busy and busy. And then also the importance of um, external team members. So that's when things change is when I, took a real, really good look at my strengths and weaknesses and realized that, yeah, I know how to make the product, but I might not be the best at marketing the product. So finding partners and teammates with uh, skill sets that complement your own and um, yeah, it just, you know, finding the right partners and trusting them. And, you know, that's when things kind of really started to take off. So that was a big part of it. When you kind of create a platform, a stage for other people to act on with you. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And help out and like be aware of your strengths and weaknesses and get your ego out of the way and, and all that stuff. And um, just realize that, yeah, you go, you can go away. What is the saying? You can go maybe faster by yourself, but you can go farther with a team. And that's so true. Was it hard to kind of let go a little bit and let other people take the reins of certain elements of the business? Yeah, it was hard. It, it, it's like your baby, yeah. right? It's like a, a child growing up, but you know, it gets to the point where you realize that, hey, uh, you know, I've in certain cases, you know, aspects done all you can do as a parent, and uh, they need to get out in the real world and 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 grow up as a child, and they need that community. Like it takes a, 
it takes a village to raise a child or, you know, it takes a community to build, build a business. And, um, so, but, um, it hard, but very rewarding and having people who, like I said, are side by side and helping and adding to the dream and making it better and stronger, you know, that's, that's uh, pretty cool stuff. I bet it would be. Absolutely. So another question about that, um, the personal element of when you're building a business with impact, uh, so often, I think so much of so much of us can go into that because it's mission based. So you know you're making a difference. You're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for other reasons and other to create momentum and build community. How do you help yourself stay grounded so that kind of what you were mentioning earlier is like you know if you could go back talk to yourself five years ago and be more maybe connected or whatever to your family or because it's so, such a grind right in the beginning. So as you're growing as an impact maker. Um, and as the company gets bigger, how do you ground yourself? And do you, do you go for runs? Are you, do you create boundaries or for everyone it's a little bit different, but how do you make sure you don't kind of get really sucked into the grind of it all? Yeah. So creating that space and that um, stillness and I think, yeah, getting out in nature as much as much as possible. So, you know, bike riding or jogging or exercising, you know, that's key, but I think getting out in nature is, um, one of the most more powerful things we can do. And I, and you know, we encourage that as our, you know, that's one of the things you talk, you know, a lot having values aligned as, as we grow our team is, you know, teammates who, you know, really value nature and spend time in nature. And, and um, we recognize that as being important. It's, we are, you know, a lifestyle company as well. And by hiring people who believe in that and um, encouraging them to get outside and, and enjoy this um, beautiful planet that we're, we're trying to do our little part to help protect uh, for future generations. Yeah, we try and do that as much as possible. So if I worked with you, or if I worked at your company, you'd be in complete support of like walking meetings, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, get outside, go for a walk, change the scenery. Yeah, all of that. Helps the mind, right? What's, mm-hmm. what's next for Pila? What's the, I know you have your big, hairy, audacious goal, and you certainly have some amazing partnerships you're working with. Um, but beyond that, what's next for Pila? What's exciting coming up? You know what? We're really excited about, um, we just launched our Pila 360 program. Well, we've always had it, but we kind of took it to the next level here. So, you know, if, if you buy a Pila product and you don't have your own home composter, or you don't have access to an industrial composter, we'll take your Pila product back. And um, we're just working to partner with retailers to do that on a larger scale, but also one-on-one. Um, so uh, you can send back your individual cases and we'll, we'll grind it up and turn it into a second generation Pila product and then third generation, fourth generation. And ultimately it's compostable, you know, goes back in the ground, grows more plants to create more products. That's the, what we're you know, working on. So we're excited about that. And then also we've just taken it to another level where we were getting a lot of customers saying, you know, when they buy a Pila case, they didn't know what to do with their old conventional plastic case. And those, yeah, those are the ones that end up in the landfill. And that's part of our waste goal. We want to, when we're measuring our, ourselves based on our waste targets, these are, these are things that just become more clear. So we're like, well, why don't we take back their case too and find a way to recycle it or upcycle it? So we just started rolling that out. So it's Pila one for one. So finding a, another way to grind up our, uh, competitors cases and taking care uh, taking responsibility for not just our products but we'll find a place for their products so turn it into other products keep it out of the landfill as long as we can and uh we're also working on different formulas and ways to make them those cases biodegradable as well so lots of testing coming up on that yeah 
Is that the part of the business that you get most excited about, that kind of innovative science side of things? Yeah, that's kind of my more uh, focus now. It's, yeah, new materials, new products, um, you know, future looking, circular, you know, uh, just the Pila 360 and the circular economy and how can we be a leader in that. And yeah, that's really exciting. Oh, that's amazing. I am so inspired. I, um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a fan of the product. I now know more about the company. If people want to check you guys out, I highly encourage you to because they got more than just phone cases on that website and they make all kinds of impact. They can go to www.pila.earth. That's right. Right. Pila.earth. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. And, uh, sign up for our weekly newsletter too. It's, um, uh, Catherine, who, who is our ad- editor, she's just amazing and brings you positive stories of positive things that are happening uh, in the environment and in uh, you know people trying to be uh, people and companies trying to be more sustainable. So it's a little breath of fresh air if you're interested in something like that each week. Awesome, thank you. So www.pila.earth. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for being a guest on Passion for Impact. I am, first and foremost, a consumer of your innovation and an ambassador for what Pila stands for. It's amazing the work you're doing and the platform you have created via your Passion for Impact. So thank you so much for your time today. I do appreciate it. It's an honor. Thanks for having me, Tricia. Happy to be here. If you enjoyed this episode of Passion for Impact, please share with your friends. Please rate and review this podcast. It would mean so much because it means more awareness when you do for the companies and the message. Thank you for listening. Cast your vote. Make your impact. One socially conscious choice at a time. Thank you for listening to the Passion for Impact podcast. Visit passionigniter.ca forward slash podcast to subscribe for episode notes, links and special offers from show guests. Cast your vote. Make your impact. One socially conscious choice at a time.